Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Genesis. Tonight is study number 13 of Genesis chapter 5. And we're going to read beginning in verse 28. And Lamech lived 180 and two years and begat a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which Jehovah hath cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah 590 and five years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were 700 Seventy and seven years, and he died. And Noah was five hundred years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, we're looking primarily at the last verse here of Genesis 5, verse 32, that tells us Noah's age, he was five hundred, and uh, at that time um, he begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, we already know that in the year 5,241 from creation, Methuselah died and Lamach was born. And then Lamach lived for 182 years and had a son, Noah, and he called his name Noah, Karashem, so we know it was an immediate father-to-son relationship. And that was in the year 5,423 from creation. To align that with our calendar, it was the year 5590 B.C. when Noah was born. Now, the next piece of information God gives us concerning the timeline, is that Lamech died age 777, which again is 3 times 7 times 37. The previous verse 30 told us he lived 595 years after he had a son he called Noah. That means since Noah was 600 when the flood came, that Lamech died five years before the flood. And that's actually not significant insofar as the calendar is concerned because Noah became the biblical calendar reference patriarch when he was born, when Lamech was 182. And so we're looking at this statement in verse 32 that Noah was 500 years old. And since Noah was born in 5590, he would have been 500 in the year 5090 BC, 5090 BC. This also would have been the year 5923 from creation. As, as we're counting from the year God created Adam, 
and so that would be the 500th year of Noah's life, 5,923 years from creation, uh, the year 5090 B.C. Well, again, we read that Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and there's nothing in the Bible to indicate that these three were triplets. We'll discuss that a little bit later. Right now, our concern and the question is, are they immediate sons? Or, as we've learned in uh, past generations with the calendar reference patriarch, uh, when, when it was said that one man begat another man, it actually was related to a later descendant who would be born the year that that particular calendar reference patriarch died. And unless we know that God uses the, the key phrase or the clue phrase, Kereshem, called his name as he did with Lamach to Noah, but we don't have that here with Noah and these three sons that he begat. And then we go to the second uh, level of determination, which is, does the Bible give us any other information that would shed light on whether they were immediate sons of Noah or perhaps later descendants? And when we look into that, we find that Shem, Ham, and Japheth were direct sons of Noah. It says in Genesis 6, uh, verse 10, it's actually just a restatement, and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So that verse doesn't really help us answer the question, were they um, direct sons or, or later descendants? But in Genesis 7, in verse 13, it says there, In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with him into the ark. Now we have the additional information we needed, because there's no way they could be later descendants if they're entering into the ark. And the Bible confirms in First Peter 3, in verse 20 of First Peter 3, it says, which... Uh, sometime or aforetime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. That gives us the total number of people on the ark. Noah, Shem, Ham, Japheth, four men, father, three sons, Noah's wife, and three wives, four women, four men, four women, eight souls all together. So there's absolutely no doubt at all that Shem, Ham, and Japheth were direct sons of Noah. Okay, well, let, let's go back to Genesis 5, verse 32 again. And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, as I mentioned before, the Bible gives no indication that these men were triplets, that uh, they were all 
born when Noah was 500 years old. Actually, the Bible information, as we search the uh, related scripture, will not allow for Shem to have been born when Noah was 500 years old. Well, how... How is that possible? It says Noah was 500 years old and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Shem is listed first. Well, it's interesting that we've just gone through 10 generations, previous generations of Bible calendar reference patriarchs. Early on in the beginning, it was necessary that it was direct father to son. Adam to Seth, to Enos, each generation direct father to son. And then when there were more people on the earth, then God moved to the formula of a Bible calendar patriarch dying. And the same year he died, the next Bible calendar patriarch was born for a few generations. But now we've come to Lamach, and Noah was a direct son of Lamach, and we'll find that Shem will be the Bible reference patriarch after Noah. So again, three generations, direct father to son, just like in the beginning. Well, following Shem after the flood, God will once again return to the pattern of when Shem dies, another calendar reference patriarch will take his place who would be born the same year that Shem died. He would be a later descendant of Shem who would take over the mantle of being the Bible reference calendar patriarch and so forth. And that would continue on for several generations until the time of Terah. In Genesis chapter 11, it says in, I'll start in verse 24, Nahor lived nine and twenty years and begat Terah, and Nahor lived after he begat Terah a hundred and nineteen years and begat sons and daughters. And Terah lived seventy years and begat Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? It, it, it does sound familiar because um, just as with Noah begetting Shem, Ham, Japheth, we will find, we're not going to get into it now, it's for a later date, Lord willing, when we reach this point in the Genesis study, but we'll find there is information to indicate Terah was an immediate father to Abram, uh, Nahor and Haran. And just as Noah was to Shem, Ham, Japheth. And notice there's also three sons. Abram, Nahor, Haran, just like Shem, Ham, Japheth. And, and you see what God has done? It, it seems to be that when God is returning, uh, after spending a considerable amount of time, in, uh, from Enos to Lamach was thousands of years. And then from, um, uh, Shem to, uh, to this family of Terah is also, 
uh, an extended period of time that God is indicating when he returns or, or when the calendar is returning to a direct father-son relationship that he will make this kind of a statement. It's that, that, um, uh, a man begat and, and curiously three sons in both cases with Noah and now with Terah. And the first one listed, it was Shem in Genesis, in Genesis 5.32, and it's Abram here, is the son that the calendar will proceed to follow. But just as with Shem, it's also true that Abram was not the oldest son of Terah, and we can prove it, because... It says in Genesis 11:26, Terah lived 70 years and begat Abram, the first one listed, more than likely because the calendar will then follow him, Abram, Nahor, and Haran. So Terah was 70 when um, a son was begotten at that point. And then in verse 32 of Genesis 11, we're told in the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. Okay. From age 70, he, he lived until 205, which was uh, 135 years later. He died in Haran. He never left Haran. Well, it says in the next chapter, Genesis 12 verse 4. So Abram departed. As Jehovah had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And the, the biblical history shows that Abram lived in Haran all the days of his father, or, or while his father was alive, and once his father died at age two hundred and five, then Abram departed out of Haran and, and entered into the land of Canaan, which tells us what? If Abram was 75 after uh, his father died at age 205, how old was Terah when Abram was born? Well, 205, Terah's age upon his death, minus 75, Abram's age, when Terah died, gives us 130. Terah was age 130 when his son Abram was born. And that means conclusively that Abram was not born when Terah was 70. But the the verse says, Terah lived 70 years and begat Abram, Nahor, and Haran. So one of the other sons mentioned, either Nahor or Haran, was born when Terah was 70. But again, Abram took first place in the list because he would be the individual God would focus on with the biblical calendar and actually biblical history would follow the life of Abram, Abraham, for uh, for quite a while now. The the account would follow him and his family down through the generations. Okay, so 
that means when we read in Genesis 5.32, and Noah was 500 years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth, that this is a uh, a signal from God when he lists a father begatting three sons like this. Number three, indicating God's purpose is changing here. He's going to once again um, reveal calendar information through a family, through immediate father to son. And, and so the, the wording, the way this verse is given signals that shift. And Shem is listed first, like Abram was, because when, uh, Noah's time is over, or, or the time after the flood, God will switch from Noah to Shem. Shem will become the biblical calendar reference patriarch, and the descendants of Shem thereafter, God will follow his line. He's not going to follow Ham's line, and he's not going to follow Japheth's line, but he'll follow Shem's line. So Shem receives the the first position in the list. It does not mean that he was born when Noah was 500. Another of the sons, either Ham or Japheth, was born at that time. Well, when was Shem born? Are are we told? Yes. If we go uh, again to Genesis chapter 11, it says in verse 10, These are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old and begat Arphaxad, Two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begat Arphaxad 500 years and begat sons and daughters. Okay, so here God tells us Shem's age. He says Shem was a 100 years old. And he tells us when Shem was a 100 years old. Shem was a 100 years old and begat Arphaxad two years after the flood. Well, now, now we can, uh, pin it down, but we have to answer one more question. When does God consider the flood to have ended? Because we know the flood began in Noah's 600th year, the 17th day of the second month, the door was shut, the 40 days of rain began, but they were inside the ark until the next year. It was the 27th day of the second month of Noah's 601st year before they came out of the flood. So, one year later. Now, it, it says Shem was 100 years old, begat our facts of two years after the flood. Two years from Noah's 600th year, or two years from the 601st year. Uh, were assisted with that answer when we turn to Genesis 9 and verse 28 and 29. It says, And Noah lived after the flood. That's the similar phrase. Uh, It said, um, Genesis 11.10, Shem was a hundred years old and begat Arphaxad two years after the flood. Same words. Noah lived after the flood. 350 years and all the days of Noah were 900 and 50 years, and he died. So, 
God has broken up Noah's life to two periods, 600 years, then the flood began, and after the flood is 350 years, and within that 350 would be the year they spent within the ark. And yet God considers that after the flood. So the the phrase after the flood in this verse and also with Shem identifies with after the beginning of the flood. That is after Noah's 600th year. Okay, so Shem was a hundred years old and begat Arphaxed two years after the flood, which began in Noah's 600th year, which was the year 4990 BC. Two years after was the year 4988 BC, because in our calendar, uh, from creation, we're counting down. Remember, creation was 11,013 B.C. The flood began in the 6,023rd year of uh, of time since creation. Th- that's how we're uh, counting up or adding up. And two years after the flood would be 6,025, counting that way. But insofar as our calendars concern and aligning it the flood was 4990 bc two years after was 4988 bc 4988 bc was when shem was 100 years old or shem was 100 years old in the 6025th year from creation so we, we just back up 100 years and it tells us Shem was born in uh, the year 5,925 from creation, 100 years earlier. And since it was the year 4988 BC, two years after the flood, when he was 100, then he was born, if we align it with our calendar, in the year 5088 BC. 5088 BC is when Shem was born. Now everything fits and, and we, we have the proper date for, uh, for Shem, his birth, and we know when he would, he turned 100 two years after the flood. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.